So last week, we were hearing about the mysteries of God that has been revealed in Christ. The mysteries of God that has been revealed in Christ. In Christ is the treasures of all wisdom and insight. And that Christ is in us. So take with me, take your Bible with me, okay? And say, this is not, this is not a storybook. This is not a collection of stories. This is the mysteries of God. This has God's mystery in it. See, a natural mind will only understand the stories. Will only read through and just understand the stories. But a spiritual man will understand the spiritual truths, the mysteries of God that are hidden for you and me. Today, you don't need a story. Today, you and me need a mystery of God to be revealed. Because what is stopping you from the next miracle is a, a mystery that needs to be unveiled. Okay? What is stopping you is the wrong word. How do I say this? The next doorway to your miracle, the doorway to your miracle is a revelation of a mystery. A revelation of your mystery, okay, which cannot be understood by your intellectual mind. Natural mind cannot understand spiritual things of God. It takes a spiritual mind to understand the spiritual things. So, even before we begin by today, I want you to sit with me in an attitude of prayer, in an attitude of prayer, so that you can receive God's word in your spirit. Let the spirit speak to you let the holy spirit speak to you even before you hear it from your ears let the spirit of god speak to you with power and authority amen amen excited excited see you know mysteries of god doesn't make sense to the natural mind does not make sense uh, there's a story that i was reading from the old testament where naaman he's a syrian commander and he is suffering with leprosy. And when the Syrian commander is suffering with leprosy, uh, a servant girl who's from Israel tells him, go to this prophet Elisha and, you know, he can heal you. So he goes to prophet Elisha and prophet Elisha says, you know, you just clean yourself seven times in the Jordan River and you will be healed. This guy got offended. He's like, don't we have better rivers in Syria? Why am I here just to clean myself seven times? It doesn't make sense. It logically doesn't make sense. Spiritual mysteries are like that. It does not make sense to our logical mind. But the story goes that when Naaman goes ahead and dips himself in the Jordan River seven times, he's completely healed. Completely. What are you seeking for? Are you seeking for healing? Are you seeking for abundance are you seeking for breakthrough are you seeking for an answer whatever it is it is hidden in the mysteries of god and you have those mysteries within you when you receive jesus so today i want you to take your attention to ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 last week we were on mysteries and this is one of the mystery ephesians 1 verse 11 it says, in him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. In Christ, 
we have obtained an inheritance. You and me have obtained an inheritance in Christ. What is an inheritance? An inheritance is possession or, you know, there's a transfer of property, riches or wealth that is happening from one party to the another. And you and me have received a possession. We have received an inheritance from our father. In Christ, we have obtained an inheritance. You're not earning your inheritance. You can't earn your inheritance by your prayer. You can't earn your inheritance by, you know, your morning devotion. You have to receive your inheritance. You can only receive it. It's given it's given to us freely. Say with me, freely. It's given to us freely. I can't earn my inheritance. I can only receive. Now, what does, what does this verse say? It says, we have obtained an inheritance in Christ, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Wow. What a tough formation of sentences. But basically what it's saying is because you and me were chosen, you and me were chosen before the foundations of the world. You and me were chosen and God had a plan and a dream for us that we will be conformed to the image of his son. He has given to us an inheritance. What is an inheritance? An inheritance today is the provision that you need to fulfill the destiny that God has for you. What is the inheritance? The inheritance is the provision that you and me need to fulfill God's destiny for us in our lives. What is God's destiny? God's destiny is that you will be conformed to the image of Christ. So wherever you are in this journey, it doesn't matter. Let me assure you today, God has blessed you already with everything that you need in the person of Jesus to take you to your destiny. You cannot miss your destiny because God has already blessed you with everything that you need. What are you seeking today? Are you seeking for answers? Are you seeking for breakthrough? Doesn't matter, guys. God has already blessed you with an inheritance. Now, like I said, you can't earn this inheritance. You can only receive. How did you receive this inheritance? Romans 8, 17 says, and if children, and if children, are you children of God? Right? And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Paul is saying, if you are children of God, if you are born again by his spirit, that means you are entitled to an inheritance. You are an heir, a fellow heir, co-heirs with Christ. We are co-heirs with Christ because we are born again by the spirit. See, for somebody to receive their family inheritance, they don't have to earn for it. They just have to be born in the family. Today, you and me have received this inheritance because we are born in the family of God. You and me are born again by the Spirit. When you believed in Jesus, when you heard the gospel and you said yes to Jesus, you were born again and automatically you obtained an inheritance. You don't have to earn for this, guys. You just have to receive it freely. You know how you receive a gift? By not striving. You receive a gift by opening your arm opening up, opening the palm of your hands. That takes humility. You know, striving takes a lot of pride. Earning takes a lot of pride. But today you and me can receive from the Father just by receiving humbly. Amen. So how did you receive this inheritance? You received this inheritance because you were born in this family. Because you are 
the child of God. You are the child of God. Colossians 1 verse 12. Colossians 1 verse 12 says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Guys, you and me don't have to strive to be qualified for this inheritance because God the Father has qualified us. Say with me, God the Father has qualified me to share this inheritance. You and me have simply received this inheritance in the person of Jesus because God the Father has qualified us. When you and me said yes to Jesus, we were born again. We were born into this family. We automatically have become heirs, not just heirs, simple heirs. You and me share the same inheritance that Christ shares. Think about that. We are co-heirs with Christ. You and me share the same inheritance that Christ shares. And this verse says in Colossians that it's God the Father who has qualified you. It's not my holiness, not my righteousness, but God the Father who has qualified me. Isn't that good news? That God the Father has qualified you. It's not our work. It's not our striving, but God the Father who has qualified you. So how did you receive this inheritance? You received this inheritance because of God the Father. Because you are a member of the family of God. That's how you receive this inheritance. You don't have to strive. You just receive. Just receive. What is the nature of this inheritance? Now, before I tell you what is the nature of this inheritance, I want you to look at this passage. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to verse 21. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to verse 21. Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Think about that, guys. You know, the following passage, Jesus is talking about don't be anxious, don't be stressed out. Are you stressed out today? Are you anxious today? If you are, the answer is here. Because you have laid up treasures on the earth where moth and rust can destroy. And Jesus is saying, don't lay up treasure on the earth. Lay yourself treasure in heaven where nobody can snatch it away from you. Because wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be. What do you value the most? What do you value the most? Because wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be. You know, it's very easy to identify what someone values the most. It's very easy. You ask them where they spend their time most, where they spend their energy, where they spend their money, and you find out what they prioritize the most in their life. Do you really prioritize the things of heaven or is it the earthly things that we are still seeking our treasure is on the things of the earth 
And Jesus is saying, hey, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. Lay up, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And I want to give you a good news. First Peter 1 verse 4 says, you have been given an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you. What is the nature of your inheritance? The nature of your inheritance is in First Peter 1 verse 4. It says, an inheritance that is imperishable. It cannot perish. It, it is undefiled. It is unfading. And it is kept in heaven for you. What did Jesus just say in Matthew 6? He said, do not lay up treasures for yourself on the earth. And it is Jesus who has blessed you with an inheritance that is imperishable, that is undefiled and unfading, that is kept for us in heaven. What are you anxious about today? Think about it. What is really that is bothering you today? What has really taken away your sleep? What is really that has that has sucked the joy out of your life. What is it? Is it things of heaven or things of earth? Because things of heaven that God has blessed you as an inheritance is imperishable, undefiled and unfading that is kept in heaven for you. It is kept in heaven for you. It, is, it has your name on it. It is imperishable. It is undefiled and it is unfading. And I want to ask you today, if that is the nature of God's inheritance for you, that it is imperishable, it is undefiled and unfading, I want to ask you today, where is your treasure? Where is your treasure? Is your treasure in, in the bank balance? Is your treasure in the number of degrees that you have? Is the treasure in the number of PhD papers that you're writing? Is the treasure in you know, what people say about you? Is the treasure in how many YouTube views that you have is the treasure in how many likes that you get on instagram what is your treasure today because where your treasure is there your heart will be and god has blessed us with an inheritance that is imperishable that is undefiled and unfading where moth and rust cannot have its way think about it guys where is your treasure today? Ask yourself this, where do I spend most of my time, most of my energy and most of my money in what things? Because that will tell you where your treasure is. Why are you anxious today? Are you anxious today for the things of heaven or for things of the earth? And Jesus is saying, hey, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. I want to tell you a good news, guys, that God in the person of Jesus has given us an inheritance which is undefiled, which is imperishable and unfading, which is kept for us in heaven. Heaven is not the treasure. Please understand this. The treasure is kept for us in heaven, but heaven is not the treasure. Why is it kept in heaven? Because you and me are seated with Christ in heaven. Did you know that? We are, we are a tripart being, spirit, soul, and body. Our body is on the earth. Our soul is, you know, our mind and our heart. But our spirit man is with Jesus at the right hand of God. And that is where you are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Ephesians 1 verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in Christ. You and me are blessed with every spiritual blessings in Christ in the heavenly places. That's where your inheritance is. 
you have spiritual treasures guys you are spiritually rich but today if you don't know if you don't know what you have you can still live like a poor person you know i am i am reminded of the story you know back in the day when britishers were here there was a british family who had a large estate and they had a maid working for them and as india got independence you know they had to leave uh, this british family they gave a piece of paper to the maid and they said you know you can live here and they gave the piece of paper but since the maid was uneducated she could not read she framed that piece of paper on the wall she framed it and she would worship it every day okay now what happened was as the british family left there were neighboring people who started encroaching the land and they started building their apartments and started living there so the maid saw it as an opportunity now people are nearby i don't have to go far away to work so she started working for these people who had encroached this land and she started serving them helping them out with whatever if there was needed one day the maid got sick and when the maid got sick one of the neighbors realized okay something is wrong so they went and they met this maid and they were like what's happened and maid said you know i'm feeling feverish and body pain and all of that and somehow this neighbor saw this piece of paper and said ask the maid what is this and the maid said this is a piece of paper that you know my uh, my masters gave me before they left and since i don't know how to read but i consider this very precious because it's something that they gave to me so i have framed it and i've kept it every time i look at it i'm reminded of them and i worship them because they were everything to me they were very good to me and you know when the neighbor saw that piece of paper and she said maid ma'am i am absolutely sorry but you've been living a poor life when you are the owner of this estate these masters they have given to you the will in their will they have given to you all the papers that is required for you to be the owner of this estate you should not be serving us we should be serving you and today if your life is like that let me remind you today you have an you have an inheritance in heaven that is imperishable undefiled unfading kept in heaven for you in the person of jesus you don't have to live your life in lack you don't have to live your life in anxiety you don't have to live your life being sorrowful because jesus has done it all romans 8:32 says for if the father has given to us all things in christ if he did not spare his own son how graciously will he give us all things if the father did not spare his own son for us how graciously will he give us all things in christ today you and me we live our lives like that maid without knowing what is written in that will paper we worship that will we worship you know we whenever we see that will we are in awe and we worship because we are reminded of the master worship will not do anything guys you need revelation today and i'm telling you i'm speaking the truth and as you receive this revelation your life will not be the same you sh- you should not live in anxiety anxiety is not your portion depression is not your portion being sorrowful is not your portion don't say oh you know i am i am worried because this is responsibility it's not responsibility it's worrying being worried being anxious being remorseful 
That's not your portion. Rejoice today, for you have an inheritance in Christ. Rejoice today. Now, let me tell you very specifically. Watch this. This is the key. What is your inheritance that you have in Christ? Now, when you read Ephesians 1 verse 3, it says that you are blessed with every spiritual blessings. You are blessed with every spiritual blessings. That is your inheritance in Christ. Now, in what form does that inheritance come? If you, if you recall, when I was teaching to you from Ephesians 1 verse 3, I said spiritual blessings comes from the Greek word eulogia. Eulogia is the same word in English translated as eulogy. You know, when we give eulogy, we give eulogy when people die. When people die, we give eulogy saying good stuff about the so-and-so was such a great person. So-and-so was so generous. So-and-so was so faithful. We give eulogy when they die. But God has blessed us with every good words before the foundation of the world. Okay, so what is your inheritance today? Your inheritance is the good words spoken by the Father over your life. Because all that you need today is good words from the Father. More than money, more than any external circumstance to change, you need a good word from the Father. Because the word can change your life. And God has blessed you with every good word that you need to reach your destiny today. See, the problem is we are praying for external circumstances to change when your heart should be fixed. Lord, speak a word over the circumstances because I know when you speak, healing will happen. When you speak, abundance will happen. When you speak, my circumstances will change. Don't look for circumstances to change. Look for his word. And he has blessed you with every good word. He has blessed you with every good word. See, we have a God who declares the end from the beginning. Even before you began, he declares the end. Listen to this. Even before you began, he declares the end. So he looks at Abraham he looks at Abraham and he calls him father of many nations. And Abraham is like, what? Are you kidding? My body is dead. I can't even produce a child. It's absolutely dead. But God looks at him and says, father of many nations. God looks at Gideon and says, mighty man of valor. You know, when God is, when Gideon is having an encounter with God, what Gideon was doing, he was afraid. He was scared. But God looks at him and says, mighty man of valor. <laughs> what you see in yourself, God sees beyond that. And God calls on to things that you don't see. So don't be fixed upon what you see through your physical. Because what you see through your physical is so limited compared to what God sees in the spiritual. When Moses had a stammering issue and he was like, God, I can't do this. I can't lead these people. I can't. I, it's impossible. And God says, no, I've called you to be the leader of 10 million people to lead them from Egypt. Think about that. Think about David. When everybody saw him as a shepherd boy, a young boy, a small boy, immature boy, God saw him as a king, as a king who would represent him. A man after my own heart. He speaks the end from the beginning. 
Jesus, even before he began his ministry, even before he did any healing, God spoke to him during his baptism. God spoke to him saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Guys, do you know what you need today? You don't need a supernatural miracle happening in your bank account. That will happen. Okay. You don't need, uh, you know, external circumstances to change. That will happen. But what you need first and foremost is the word of God in the circumstances that you're dealing with. Because you will be surprised that the word of God is so contrary to what you believe. You will be surprised that the word of God that comes will be so contrary to what you see. When the, when the earth was filled with darkness, it was filled with void. You know what God said? God did not say, oh, there is darkness here. He said, let there be light. Because he does not speak what he sees, he speaks what he wants to see. So let God speak into your circumstances because whatever darkness you are carrying, when God speaks into your circumstances, there will be light and that light cannot be overwhelmed by the darkness. He has blessed you with every good word. He has blessed you with every good word. Your, these good words of God, when you receive them, then outward circumstances begin to change. Hear what the Father is speaking about you. Hear. Listen to what the Father has to say about these circumstances that you're going through. Because these words are much greater than any wealth, than any wealth, than anything that can ever quench your soul. These words are much greater. Now, if your question is, hey, you know what? I, I really do want to do this. But I'm struggling today. I do believe that I have an inheritance in Christ. I do believe that I have an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. But how do I do this? Let me show you one passage. Luke chapter 10. Story of Jesus in the house of Mary and Martha. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. What did Mary do? She listened to his teaching. Think about that. But Martha was distracted. Martha was distracted. Why was she distracted? She was not distracted because she was doing something sinful, okay? She was distracted with much serving. She wanted to serve the Lord. She had good intentions in her heart. She wanted to serve the Lord. She wanted to feed him with good food. So Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But look at the response of Jesus. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. You are anxious and troubled about many things. You're anxious and troubled about many things. How many of you are anxious and troubled about many things today? How many of you could not sleep yesterday because you were anxious and troubled about many things? But Jesus says, but one thing is necessary. Say, 
I might be anxious about many things, but only one thing is necessary. Okay, only one thing is necessary. What is it? Mary has chosen the good portion. What has Mary done? She has chosen the good portion which will not be taken away from her. See, Martha was busy trying to serve Jesus and Mary was just listening to his teaching. And Jesus saying, Martha, you are worried about so many things and Mary has chosen the good portion. What would you choose? Would you choose to serve God or would you choose to listen to what he's saying? You are blessed with every good blessings. You are blessed with every spiritual blessing. You are blessed with every good words that the Father has spoken over your life. Will you care enough to spend your time, to spend your energy, to spend your money in listening to what he is saying? More than, more than to fix your eyes on these outward circumstances change and they will change when you fix your eyes on Jesus and listen to what he is saying. Choose the good portion for you. Choose the good portion for yourself, guys, because it will not be taken away. You know, everything that we are striving for, our degrees, our money, everything, they can be defiled, they can perish. But what you hear from the Father, my goodness, that can change your life today. That can change your life today. Listen to what the Father is saying about those circumstances. Come with me to John chapter 13. John chapter 13, verse 4 to 8. Jesus rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, what I am doing, you do not understand now. Jesus is saying, hey, you do not understand what I'm doing. This is a mystery. But afterward, you will understand. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered to him, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Guys, watch this. This is not a demonstration of the humility of Jesus, even though this is an act of the greatest humility that I've seen a leader do, but this is not just a demonstration of the humility of Jesus. This is a great mystery. What is it? This act is a great mystery. Jesus is saying, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. That, you know, I, I checked up that word, that word share that is written in English. I checked it up in Greek. And you know what it means? It means portion. It also means inheritance. If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. And I want to ask you guys, if by mistake, you stepped into wrong things and your feet are muddied, your feet are dirty, will you let Jesus wash you today? Because when you allow Jesus to wash your feet, my goodness, you get to experience the inheritance that he has for you. 
You want to know how to begin? You want to know how to begin to experience this inheritance? Let Jesus serve you today. Jesus said, I did not come to be served. I came to serve. Let Jesus serve you today. Like Mary, sit at his feet and say, Father, I, I want to be served by you. Jesus, will you wash my feet? I don't want to do this on my own. I don't want to try to fix this on my own. This circumstances that I got myself in, I want to get out. Will you wash my feet, Jesus? He is more than willing. He is more than willing to wash your feet. When you allow Jesus to wash your feet, and guys, you know what? It takes great humility to let someone wash your feet. It takes absolute humility. When you let Jesus wash your feet, you get to partake in his inheritance. My friends, I want to encourage you today that inheritance has your name written on it. The good word spoken by the Father has your name written on it. But if you want to start experiencing that inheritance, you have to become humble and say, Jesus, wash my feet. It could be your stupidity. It could be your ignorance. It could be, it could be something that somebody else did. doesn't matter, guys. If your feet are dirty today, he can wash your feet today. Will you ask him, Father, Father, I want to hear your good word. And Jesus, will you wash my feet? I want to hear your good word in this circumstance. And Jesus, will you wash my feet today? I want to be cleansed. I want to be served by you. My friends, I would love to hear the audible voice of God in my circumstances. Love to hear the audible voice of God. But you know, there are times when God limits his audible voice so that we can start listening to his voice through the word. His voice is hidden in his word. So if this is your prayer today, Father, Lord, speak to me. Speak to me. Then you need to open your Bible and say, Father, speak to me. Because the Father will speak to you through his word. And I know that even as you were listening to this message, the Lord spoke to you. The Holy Spirit spoke to you very specifically, very subjectively in the circumstances that you're going through. You don't need your outward circumstances to change first. They will change as you start dwelling on the good words that the Father has spoken towards you. And I want to echo what the Father is speaking towards you. For some of you, the father is saying, hey, you mighty man of valor, you mighty woman of valor, be encouraged. I see strength in you. For some of you, the father says, hey, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. To some of you, the father says, hey, I see you as the father of many nations. To some of you, the father says, I see, I see that you are a blessing, not just to people around you, but for generations and generations, you will be a blessing. What you don't see in yourself, the Father sees beyond because he speaks the end from the beginning. Will you trust him today? Will you trust him today? Will you incline your hearts? Will you incline your ears toward what he's speaking today? Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Let him serve you. Let him wash your feet. Let's experience this inheritance together. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. 
thank you for your word that was spoken to us for such a time and place as this. That we get to encounter you. We get to encounter your presence. Father, we are not going back the same we came. We are not going back the same we came. We are transformed by your presence. Your word has transformed us. You have spoken forth your word and has brought healing. You have spoken forth your word and there has been abundance. The floodgates of heaven has opened. You have spoken forth your word into my circumstances and my circumstances have changed. My heart inclines towards what you are saying. Father, I choose not to see and hear what the world is talking about me, but I choose to hear what you have to say about me. I choose to hear what you are saying about my circumstance. Thank you, Father, for your will is good, acceptable, and perfect. We trust in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 How many of you are encouraged today? Yeah. You know, the challenges, guys, the challenges, the physical world that we are living in, uh, whatever we are seeing, whatever we are hearing, it is through our physical senses. And they, the information that we receive seems so overwhelming, so overwhelming. But we are not physical beings, we are spiritual beings. So start dwelling on the spiritual information that you have than on the physical one. You know, you might be going through great turmoil today, but you know, like Paul says, I am pressed but not crushed, persecuted, not abandoned, struck down, not destroyed. My goodness, you are called more than conqueror. You are more than conqueror. Whatever battle that you're fighting today, it's not for long. You are a conqueror. You are fighting from a place of victory. Don't forget that. Let your heart, the posture of your heart, let it remain the same. In spite of these changing circumstances, as you keep the posture of your heart in submission, to what the Father is saying and just inclining your heart to what the Father is saying, my goodness, you will see that victory manifest. You will see that victory through your physical eyes. You will see it. Your outward circumstances will change. Amen. I, I just want to do this. Okay, how many of you if, you, if you are struggling today, just raise your hands today. Just raise, raise both of your hands, okay? You know why, why you're raising both of your hands? You're basically saying, Father, I've done enough. I'm giving up. I'm letting go. I've done enough. I've strived enough. And I'm just here to receive, receive all that you have. Just becoming humble. Inheritance is your portion. Just receive. Father, I declare over your children, the undefiled, the unfading, the imperishable inheritance that we have been blessed in Christ, it will be revealed to us in the word of Jesus. Father, I pray in the circumstances that they are going through that they will receive the word that is for their life and that they will start confessing it like Joshua confessed your word and he saw prosperity and good success. 
righteousness, peace, joy. This is our portion today. Anything that has to be made right will be set right by the righteousness of Jesus so that the peace of God that transcends all understanding will be upon our hearts so that we break forth into joy. The joy, the joy, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Father, we receive in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.